Yo, what is up everybody out there in the podcast land? Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Yo, Did You See That Podcast? I'm your host, Enid Webb. Of course, this is the podcast series where we discuss funny, weird, and strange stories from around the world. I got a really good friend of mine joining me on the show today. He's actually a filmmaker, so I'll let him get into that. So on today's show, we got a couple of crazy stories I want to talk about today. Turns out that KFC and Kanye West have more in common than you think. Come on down. It's Memorial Day for Crystal Knot. Treat yourself with more tender cheese on your crispy chicken. Now at KF Cheese. We also have a tech guru who decided he wants to push the limits on gaming. The inventor of the Oculus Rift says he's invented a new VR headset that will blow your mind. Like, literally. And I'm a gamer, so that's a story I really want to get into. And then we have a woman whose dead boyfriend thought she was too good to let go even in death. So let's get into it and hit that music. Okay, okay, we're back. I got my man Alex Cooper here with me. Like I said in the beginning, he's going to come in and help me dissect some of these crazy stories we got going on. So Alex, go ahead and say what's up to the people. What's going on? I'm Alex with an A. Alex with an A. Please make sure you write that down because I know a lot of people get that messed up and confused sometimes. So make sure it's Alex with an A. So I have actually, Alex is like one of my really good friends. I've known him since, I don't know, Alex, we've known each other since we were sophomore in high school i mean i don't know we were riding the buses together yeah it's been a and now we get we old now what have you been up to you came to my wedding uh, a couple months ago but i hadn't seen him since then what have you been up to i'm just working on this movie actually um i, I haven't told you this but my movie wouldn't exist if it wasn't for your wedding so whoa <laughs> yeah so when i went to your wedding you know my wife knows your wife yeah which was bizarre um, exactly. We didn't even know. We, exactly. I literally did not. We neither one of us really kind of know. I think we kind of talked a little bit about it, but nothing like they actually do know each other. Exactly. So this idea popped in my head, and it's a it's a horror comedy that I wrote. It's about a guy that finds out his wife used to be a part of this cannibal cult, and the way he finds out, they go to this wedding where she's supposed to not know who anybody is. It's his old friend from yesteryear's wedding and then she sees one of the members of the cult and it kind of kicks everything into gear so went to this guy's wedding came up with this idea and i've spent the past eight months seven eight months working on it got it all shot Whoa. editing it now um i wanted to have it done by now but life hit uh my grandma right. burned my arm hurt my other wrist <laughs> sound like you might need to sit down somewhere then <laughs> yeah uh, i'm sitting down now though okay the past eight months that's all i've been working on and trying to take care of my family and my kids it's nice that my wedding was able to give you a horror comedy that was scary <laughs> it's yeah. like it's gonna be great though it's so like you've already got it written you already got a shot you're just waiting for the last We're few parts to get done and uh also in post-production man doing sound design Cleaning everything up, making every making sure everything looks good or as good as it can. You know, it's uh, it's not perfect, but 
I think it's dope. I enjoyed making it. Um, and I've enjoyed working on it on this end, just the editing and looking at the performances and seeing how everything came out. I think it's going to be dope. And uh, once it's available, I'm going to bug you about plugging it here and everywhere else. Oh, I definitely will. Sound, sounds amazing. I can't wait to bring you back and talk a little bit more about it. Oh, sounds sure. like it's going to be amazing. All right, now. So let's get down to business. What I brought you here for. Let's get down to it. So we haven't talked about any of these stories, but these stories so far from my podcast have been some of the most ridiculous, crazy stories I've gotten so far, especially once we get down to the last story. That one's pretty interesting. But uh, let's get into it. What I'm going to do, I'm going to go ahead and play a video, you know, a, a, a press conference video from the story. Then we're kind of going to react just fresh, just off of that. We haven't talked about them. We're just going to react from there. Sounds good. Works for me. Perfect. KFC uh, is marking or has marked um, a very solemn day in Germany. It's called Kristallnacht. Uh, and it is basically the day that this the started began. the Holocaust. And, and, and 90 Jews were killed. Um, they looted and burned down Jewish-owned businesses. Synagogues. Synagogues. And it, it, it is a very solemn day and in history. So if you're in Germany, imagine you look at your phone and there's a notification suddenly from KFC saying, come on down, it's Memorial Day for Kristallnacht. Treat yourself with more tender cheese on your crispy chicken. Now at KF Cheese. KF Cheese for some tender cheese on your chicken. Not tender chicken, but tender cheese on your chicken. I'd rather the chicken be tender. <laughs> I would prefer the chicken to be tender. So, so KFC, this is the German, the, the German part of KFC. At, they issued an apology like an hour after this with big letters. I mean, they capitalized, sorry, we made a mistake to their credit. They did, you know, they did realize the mistake. They did blame it on a, an automatic process, automatic semi-creation process that include national holidays. So if you're not familiar with Kristallnacht, um, it's also called Night of, of Broken Glass. And it's it was just basically a riot upon Jewish people where they killed over 90 Jews and 260 synagogues were destroyed in 1938 by the Nazi Germany's and youth of Hitler. So somehow KFC thought this would be okay to send out a a they would send out a tweet about come down and get you some tender cheese for your tender chicken. No, they didn't say tender chicken, but some tender cheese for your KFC chicken. So my, my first question. What did you think when you first saw this this story? Man, what was your first thought? It happens. But, <laughs> it happens. But they're, I don't know, man, it's just wild because we get so much automated stuff now. Like you sign up, you go to buy something in the store, what do they want? They want your email. They want your yep, They want exactly. to send all this stuff. So on one hand, it's like, okay, that makes sense. You know, KFC is trying to capitalize. Oh, man, it's a day. Go ahead and come get this chicken. <laughs> right. It's not the day. It would be like if McDonald's sent out a mass text on uh, the anniversary of Pearl Harbor and they were like, hey, man, come and get this McRib. <laughs> come and get this McRib. I mean, I know it's Pearl Harbor, but you got to eat. Right. You got to eat. It's wild, but that's what happens when you automate everything. That's what happens. And everything. And everything goes to automation because that's what I do for work. I am in machine translation. So actually trying to work with KFC on doing this similar thing. So we work with languages uh, for different companies and we translate their material and their marketing material and their content in different languages. So they obviously use what we do is, which is machine translation. They actually used it for this, but the machine translation that they used automated and didn't have any type of sense of what it was doing. And it sent out the wrong communication. 
Now, my question is, does since it was automated, whose job is on the line here? Somebody's got, definitely somebody's job is definitely on the line. There's got to be a few people because there needs to be checks and balances, right? Whoever right. gets the copy for whatever it is, whoever, you know, I'm not in that world, so I don't know exactly how it works. But there has to be something that goes these days. We send something out these days. Maybe we don't. Right. Because if you know you're going to be closed on this particular holiday, then you don't want to send anything out on that day. Especially right, especially in the days of the cancel culture, and we're living in the days of the Kanye West anti-Semitic type of nonsense going on right now. So this was this hit like right at the wrong time for KFC. Like this is like the literally the wrong time for him. Like because everything is everybody is like so sensitive to this anti-Semitic thing with him being such a huge personality. And everybody's like paying attention to that. Well, we've got anybody saying anything like that. They did. I mean, they did catch it really quickly within an hour. They were like, you know, sorry, we made a mistake. Text within that hour. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, we made a mistake. Somebody had to go. Somebody had to lose their job on that. I'm sorry. Too big of a deal. That's too big of an issue. It seems like everybody on social media and they attacked him quick and early on social media. It seems like everybody on social media is looking for something to do. They're looking for a 50 minutes of fame. They're looking to find something to complain about. Anything to find something to complain about. If you take out the anti-Semitic and you take out the Jews part and the Holocaust part, if you separate that, what is tender cheese? This is the real issue I'm trying to get to. And I realize that this is like Germany. If that's a delicacy over there, I don't want to go to Germany. I can't do cheese. I can't do cheese. <laughs> you can't do cheese. But it is not tender cheese for me. I need to dive into that because you used to you used to eat cheese and now all of a sudden you just like, okay, well, I can't eat cheese. I used to just eat it. Like, and sometimes I still do, uh, like if my sister makes mac and cheese for Thanksgiving or for the holidays or whatever, I'll eat it. Um, it sucks and it's painful, but I'll eat it. And that's, I mean, sometimes you just got to take the L. But um, I have a certain amount of dairy in my diet just because it's difficult to avoid. Especially if you have kids like this guy, you you know, they probably eating anything and everything they want to eat. It's worse than me, but he doesn't care. He'll eat pizza. He's in the bathroom for about an hour and a half, sir, just tearing it up. I tr- I'm not as bad as him, and I'm also not as bad as him. Like, I right. won't do it um, unless I know it's, you know, that'd be dope and worth it. Right, exactly. If, it, if you know it's going to be good, it'd be like, I can suffer a little bit if I know it's going to be no. Yeah, it's gonna be I didn't good. know um, that I was sensitive to dairy until probably about, I think, 2010. I was right, a grown so you, man. So you was actually eating cheese, and you were like, man, I feel like shit. Man, why do I feel like shit? What it was, though, is um, I had some Cap'n Crunch. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Captain Crunch? Yeah, and you had the milk. Okay. Was it whole milk or was it 2%? It was whole. Okay. I hadn't had whole milk since. Oh, you messing up, sir. If you're going to do it, you got to do it. No, I like it half percent. Well, I do. I like a percentage milk. I need 100% if I'm going to go. Okay. Okay. That's probably why your stomach got, that's probably why your stomach rumbling in. Two percent is enough. We can't really. We're not ready to do a hundred percent. This wasn't a rumble. This was a rumble. And then uh, summer, uh, my wife Summer used to make me milkshakes, like she homemade milkshakes, and I drank them. And after I drank them, my stomach be messing up. <laughs> but you had to tell her it was good, though. You gotta tell it your wife it's good. Tastes, it's not good. But it was delicious. Now it was delicious. <laughs> but after that, like after a while of doing that, I was like, wait, what is it? So I just stopped. And started doing almond milk, and yeah, his stomach is better now. But, you know, <laughs> as long as you stay up, long now, as you stay up that cheese. Every now and again, I might have to, you know. Okay, well, we're not having no pizza party. So basically, 
You're telling me you're not going to Germany and having any tender cheese? No tender cheese. I'm having crispy chicken, but I'm gonna have tender cheese. Okay. All right. I, I don't think this KFC here in America is we're doing we're not doing tender cheese. Nah, we ain't doing tender nothing. After them, uh, what was that? What was the sandwich? The double down sandwich? The double down sandwich where they had the two pieces of chicken on top of cheese, on top of some special sauce. We were t- I was talking to somebody about that the other day, how I was so disappointed that I didn't even get to taste that. I didn't get to taste that. But what I did taste was Taco Bell. And Taco Bell just said, forget it. Forget the t- forget the shell. Just give me the chicken and make it into you didn't have it when it you didn't have the one where Taco Bell had it was just the chicken that was that was not a shell. It was like a chicken, piece of chicken that was shaped like a shell. And they put all the taco fillings inside of the chicken. So you were just eating a chicken shell with taco s- stuff in it. No, I never had it. I don't mess with Taco Bell. Taco Bell is my favorite fast food. Like, I don't even <laughs> eat that much fast food, but if I did, it's going to be Taco Bell, especially if I can just bypass the shell and go straight to the chicken, and my <laughs> chicken is going to be a shell. No, I can't do it. The only fast food I really mess with, I mess with Zaxby's, and I mess with okay. Chick-fil-A. Exactly. I can't rock with Chick-fil-A. I can't do with Chick-fil-A. That that line is too damn long. Man, it's I do too damn app. long. I do the app. I go in there and pick it up, and I leave. I'm not doing those sitting in the drive-thru, none of that. I can't but do you it. know they don't. You know they don't rock with the LGBTQ though. That's between them and them. <laughs> okay, that's between that's between them. <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with this chicken sandwich. Man, that ain't got nothing to do with chicken sandwich. I don't know those guys. I don't know. That's what my my <laughs> wife my wife Carly. You know, uh, she's Canadian, so they're like super liberal there. So when they came down to the south, they were like, oh, you know, Chick Fil A. You know, they don't like the LGBTQ. They don't like, you know, gays, all that kind of stuff or whatever that is. And I was like, yeah, but they, they make some good food. And and to me, they're okay. But to, but to everybody else, they're, they're good. So I say that. She was like, well, no, I don't want to try that. Her and her sister finally tried a Chick-fil-A. They're like, well, we good with these chicks. <laughs> good with these chickens that way. So now she, now she rock with the Chick Fil A. Now she rock with it. It's nice. It's dope. It's um like I said. I I prefer Zaxby's. I prefer Zaxby's too. Zaxby's. Yeah, have you had the spicy sandwich from Zaxby's? Yeah, I, be, I prefer Zaxby's over over everything. And you know what? I I went on like a one day. And we getting off topic here, but I don't even care because I went on a a one day like because you know everybody has their own chicken sandwich. Zaxby's, yeah. McDonald's, uh, Popeyes, you know Burger King, all of them. It's like six or seven of them. And I went on a day and I just got all six of them. And I'm going to tell you right now, like, I thought Zaxby's was going to be the best one, but I'm going to be honest with you. Burger King actually had the best one. I believe it. I believe Burger, King. Burger King. And I don't really eat bur- Burger King like that, yeah, but they had a really good chicken sandwich. Chicken tenders. They got they some good chicken tenders. Chicken. And they have chicken, like, chicken fries. Yeah. That's, that's what's wrong with America. That is why we're the fattest country in the world, because we take away the taco shells and we make the chicken shell. We take away the fries and we make the chicken into fries it's, it's absolutely ridiculous we're gonna this is why the whole world hates us this is why everyone <laughs> around the world hates us hates america we're the fattest country country in the world and we and we are proud to be the fattest country in the because it's tasty <laughs> exactly okay all right in short so w- what's the final thoughts on on kfc what what, what are our final thoughts on KFC? somebody gotta go and going forward they gotta fix it i don't know how you fix it in the climate that we in today so you don't so you're saying that the sorry we made a mistake was not enough for you it's never enough because next year when it happens again, you, you can't just say, sorry, you got to make sure it doesn't happen. And you got to make sure that, you know, going forward, you differentiate between what's actually a celebratory holiday and what's just a, an observance or. Exactly. And, 
that all comes down. Like I said, I actually do this on a daily basis. This is my job. What they're what what happened here? Their creation process automated. I actually do that. And what that comes down to is that the person who is handling this does not do this. They are just someone that has taken over a system, inputted information, and they don't have anybody that actually looks over it. So it's automated to look over all the national holidays and and all of the observance. And it's just automated to set it up uh, with machines and wasn't checked. So when I reach out to them, I'm like, hey, KFC, I can help you out. But going Man. forward, they got to fix that. Like they got to fix that because, like you said, I think especially in the day and climate that we're living in today, where we have the Kanye Wests out here going DefCon three on Jews and and all that kind of stuff, and we got the Kyrie Irvings, we got all that kind of stuff. This was the worst time for them to go that. And then on top of that, <laughs> come get the tender crispy cheese at KF Cheese. KF Cheese. So they just it's all, it's, it's all around buffoonery. <laughs> okay, all right, let's move on to our next topic. There you go. The inventor of the Oculus Rift says he's invented a new VR headset that will blow your mind, like literally. <laughs> Palmer Lucky, one of the original founders of VR, uh, the Oculus VR, has made a custom headset that he claims will kill a player if they die in a video game. This is wow. what you, like all billionaires are the worst. I know, this is wild. Lucky <laughs> described the headset on his blog, which he says is based on an anime called Sword Art Online. In that series, players are trapped in a giant immersive VR combat sim where if they die in the game, it will kill them for real, given that they are laced into what's called a nerve gear tech. In Lucky's version of the concept, his VR headset is laced with charges that will explode, destroying the brain of the user if they trigger an appropriate game over Okay, all right. <laughs> so Palmer Lucky, the creator of the, the Oculus VR that he sold to actually Facebook and Meta, which is Meta, Facebook uh, a couple of years ago. He's come up with a VR headset that can literally kill you. And I know you used to be, and I think you may still be. I know I'm a gamer. So this one was very interesting to me because I'm definitely a gamer. I just got the new Call of Duty and I've been on that like every every night I'm on that. So I'm definitely a gamer. So he's basing this off of an anime called SAO, which is Sword Arts uh, Online. I don't know if you've seen it. I watched it. First season was amazing. Second season was not very good but he's based it off of that and to his credit he has not backed off he was like yeah i made this and this is what's going to happen i'm definitely going to make it and he's like it's no different from all these extreme sports motorbikes or ufc and mma stuff like that uh which i beg to differ but <laughs> that's what he says um and as they were saying the gear the headgear will connect to the user's brain and it's going to be activated by a by red flashes so once the game is over once it activates it is notified to basically destroy the user's brain by these by these electric microwaves these powerful microwaves and three charge explosive modules once the game is over your life is over now the, the, the key thing the key thing about this i thought was funny was that he said the easy part about figuring this out that he's already got figured out is how to kill you. He's already got that phase done. That's easy. That's the first one. We already know how to kill you. Because actually, they didn't talk about it, but he's actually working with the military now. So he has these type of technologies at disposal because he's working with the military. So, But he hasn't quite figured out the second part. And it's supposed to be a couple of years out simply because he hasn't figured out how to test it out. Because also, one, one key thing about Sword Art Online is that there was a tamper switch. So you could tamper with it and not die. He doesn't want that to happen. He wants you to die. He wants you to definitely die. You playing his game, he wants you to die. 
So that's what's hard for him to figure out. That's what the holdup is. He's trying to figure out how to not let people cheat the game and, and not die. And he doesn't know how to test it because he doesn't want to test it because he doesn't want to die. I'm with him. I don't want to die either. <laughs> I don't want to die either. So us, so us being gamers, what was your first thought? Like, what is your take? What is your first take on this? So my youngest son watches Sword Art online and he's got the games and he's into it. So it's not um, out of the realm of possibility. And crazy enough, uh, two, three days ago, I was watching Creep Show on Shudder and they okay. had an episode about this dude that made this, um, it looked like a tanning bed, but he would get in there and he put on all the head stuff and he would be inside movies that he watched. And you know, it's horror stuff. So naturally it goes sideways for him. It was like a virtual reality type of thing. Yeah, but you didn't have to move anything because it was just dealing with nerves in your brain. Ah, so okay. you could feel everything and smell everything and taste everything like you normally Whoa, is this something like he designed himself? He designed it. So like he married this rich chick. Right. So he wouldn't have to work. Right, just, exactly. <laughs> As you do. What, what else do we marry rich people for? And yeah, he makes this thing and it's dope and it works. And the only part of your body that ever moves is your thumb because you have to hit the button to get out of the game or get out of the, the VR thing. Right. But I say all that to say, naturally it went sideways for him, as it does. Right. And this is the same sort of thing, where it's like, virtual re virtual reality is dope. I've got the PlayStation VR from years right. ago. Me too. I don't mess with it much, but I got it. Same. I got I it. I, I, I got it. You're you right on the head. I don't mess with it much, but I got it. Yeah. And in theory, that's dope. But when we get to a place where we're actually dying for the game, now I'm good. That, that's I a different so. story. Because I get it that as as a human race, right? We're always. I mean, I'm I'm personally pretty conservative, so I don't do risk takers. But the majority, I feel like maybe I won't say the majority, but there's a lot of people that will want to take it one step further, one step further, one step further. And what's further than death? We what's don't know further yet. than death. I don't know. I'm not trying to find out. <laughs> and I will say that, uh, like, Sword Out Online was dope. Back then when it came out, I was watching it because it that's a dope concept. You play a game, and the game is so real, but if you die in the game, then you die in real life. I mean, that is a dope concept for a, <laughs> for a game. For a game, a movie, a show right. in real life. Well, why? Like, why would, exactly. anybody, why? why would anybody think that that would be a good idea? Because honestly, I'm no marketing specialist. I'm no salesman, but I would think that the purpose of making all these things, the PlayStations, the Xboxes, all these gaming things, Steam, they're trying to get more customers to get more money. Right. You can't get more money out of somebody that died. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because me, I, I am in sales. Been in sales for over 15 years. That's what I do. I want to, I want my customers to be happy and refer me. I don't want my customers dead. They can't refer me then. Ah, they might be able to refer to somebody. <laughs> I mean, depending on who you who you talk to and who you who you who you believe, that's true. But the the thought of like, I think people, I think he just has too much money and nothing to do. Yeah, that's what I think. He's watched the show. He loved it. He has enough money to actually come up with that idea. It's like watching the you know you watch the movie and you're like, man, could I actually do that? He actually has the resources to do that. Yeah, I mean, why else is Jeff Bezos going to the moon for five minutes? Because he can. <laughs> He's not an astronaut. He's building rockets to go to the moon for just five minutes because he can. He only needs five minutes. Huh? He only needs five minutes. 
<laughs> I mean, I guess you only need five minutes. It costs them like, I don't know what is it, like a billion dollars to go out there in five minutes or something like yeah. that, something crazy. If I had it, I wouldn't be spending it on the moon, but. Right. But this, I mean, but this, and me being a gamer, and I love games, and I still, I've been playing them since I was a teenager till, um, you know, I'm 39 years old. I'm still playing them. And I'm probably going to play them till I'm 79, 89 years old. I don't, I don't even care. I'm still going to keep playing them. But I just don't see the appeal. And, and he's, to his credit, he's not backing down. And he's like, yes, it's going to kill you, and I'm going to make it. We just hadn't figured out how to not kill you. As of right now, it only kills you. But that should be the easy part, how not to kill you. It's already out there. How not to kill you? <laughs> like, how not to kill you is that you don't play. Fair enough. And his his hang up is he can't speak, he can't find somebody to test it. Like who are you gonna who are you gonna test the game? Who are you gonna get to test it? There's gotta be somebody out there that'll do it. But I, I I feel like there's another movie. It might be one of this guy's movies. You might make a movie where they, they have these homeless people testing. It. I mean, I hate to say it. I mean, I just got back from California and they got a lot of homeless out there. That like, I feel. Um, the Ice Team movie, Surviving the Game. Yes, yes, sight the surviving they're, the they're, game. They're grabbing the homeless people, taking them out to the woods and hunting them, and it's, putting them, putting the headset on there. Yeah, just put it. Hey, man, you uh, you want a place to sleep tonight? Cool, put on this headset. Right, but I, I mean, but to to your point, like, why and how much is the game going to cost? It's got to be cheap. I'm not. I don't it. think it's going to be cheap. I think it's going to be expensive. The crazy part about it is that I think that there's going to be people that want to play it. There's going to be gamers out there that are one to play it for sure. That well, are willing to risk their life for it. It's a sense of pride. I beat the game. I didn't die. I didn't get the game over. I got. I, to I will say, if you if you beat the game, you a bad mofo. But here's the other problem: is the game over what triggers, or is it the end of the game, end of you playing? So if I force quit because I know I'm about to lose, do I still die? Or do, that's a good question. He needs yeah. to have a fail safe for that. Is it that he didn't talk about that? Like, is it like once you play, you have to play till the end, which other movies have done as well? Yeah. Like, it wasn't like that in, in, in Sword Art. But once you play, you have to keep playing till the end. Like, there's been movies like that. I think there's a like, horror movie called, it's called like Game or something I watched. It, it was a lower budget movie, but it was like that. Like, once you played the game, you had to keep playing till the end. Like, he hasn't said that either. And that's interesting, too. That's a good point. Like, can I just be like, okay, level two? That's way too hard. I'm not yeah. rocking with that. Get me up out of here. But has has real life just got that boring where you we're got to the point where we have to make games to try to ki- try to kill ourselves? No, there's always something to do. There's a book to read. There's a, a game to play, a movie to watch. Especially being us being black men, we don't need any extra incentive to to, to get killed. No, no, I got, I got a whole bunch of kids. I'm trying to see them get. Get to be my age, right, I, and I and I got a kid on the way. What? I got a kid on the way. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I can't be playing these games like that. But I, I think real life is dangerous enough. Just when, not just for black men, but for everybody in general. I think the human body is so fragile. People don't realize that. I'm in the healthcare a lot, so I, they don't realize how fragile the human body is. That mm-hmm. it's not boring enough for you to try to kill yourself on a video game. Like I just don't get it. And, well, and to me, this is um to me this is just a rich man with a lot of time and a lot of resources. Yeah, but it's like uh, going to an amusement park and getting on a roller coaster. You want to feel that thrill, right? So there's got to be those people that are like, I want to feel the thrill. I want to know how it feels to, you know, to be on hundred percent, hundred percent. And that, and again, that goes back to my, like I said, my sales and marketing. The only reason why he said it now, this is, he said it's probably two or three years out. So what you do is 
you prepare people now and tell them, hey, this is going to be coming out in two or three years. So then you build a buzz, you uh, build a, a, a name for it, and then you get those really hardcore gamers that are like, man, those thrill seekers, those extremists, those people that are running up the these buildings and they're jumping out the top of them uh, or cliff diving and stuff like that or jumping out of planes with or free climbing and stuff like that. Those are the type of people that are, that are going to be playing this game. People that are free climbing are going to be playing this type of game. Well, there's also the people that don't believe it. They're like, man, I'm not really going to die. Let me go ahead and try it out. Yeah, you'll get you'll get those too. You'll definitely get those too. And then, sure. I think they'll get those skeptics. I, I, I mean, I personally am a, a skeptic that it's even going to come out. Like, because I think that it's going to be so many regulations and laws and stuff like that. Obviously, you're going to have to sign a waiver. Right. You're obviously going to sign a waiver, so he don't want any responsibility if you do die. But then again, I just don't see, even then, like a waiver still is not going to be enough. Because, you know, you. I mean, then you're going back to that old case like Dr. Kevorkian, who was killing people with their yep. consent. He still went to jail and some more stuff like that. So, I mean, I think it's going to be a lot of regulation and hoops that he had to jump through. But if someone even, I mean, you know, I like a lot of true crime and you read some of these people that are, you know, I had a confession from the guy that said I could kill and eat him. Like there's people that are killing and eating people that they met off of, met off of Craigslist. Where I see that at? But I watch a lot of ID. I think I saw it on ID where a dude made an agreement with a woman. Yeah, he met a guy off Craigslist and he was on Craigslist. He was like, hey, I'm looking for someone that will let me eat them. And then he met a guy and the guy was like, yeah, you can eat me. And he went. Yeah, it's straight. I, I've been I've been looking for somebody to eat me. So this is perfect. Perfect. I've been waiting for somebody to eat me. So then they met up and the guy killed and ate him. And then he was like, I got a signed confession right here. The guy said I could, I mean, you see the video, you see the paper. He said I could kill and eat him. They, they were like, that's not going to work. You're going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I, I see there's going to be like, like a lot of regulatory issues with this and hoops to jump, uh, jump through. I don't think he can just make a murder helmet. And then just start selling it at Walmart, <laughs> selling it at Target. Come get your mur- murder helmet, eighty nine ninety nine, or it would, it would probably be like three three ninety nine. Come get your murder helmet, three ninety nine. Three ninety nine. Get the mur- wait, but can I put it on somebody else and force them into the game? You mean like saw? <laughs> 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 like that's a different podcast. That's a different podcast. That's a different podcast. You mean like saw? Make them? I mean, just put it on them. They wake up. You're in the game. <laughs> All right. So, what's our final thoughts on there? Rich people need something to do. <laughs> I think that sums it up. Rich people need something to do. They don't have anything to do. Anything. They don't have anything to do. Well, you know, my mom uh, just retired back in March. Yeah. And she was making. Never mind. But she is she, <laughs> is she looking to make a murder helmet? But no. But she's got so many hobbies to keep her busy. So she's quilting. She's you know doing walks and stuff like that. She plays the bass. You know, she cooks. Yeah, anything to keep her from killing someone. I mean, just to keep busy. And I think that's what a lot of rich people don't have is that they spend X amount of time getting rich, doing the stuff to do whatever right. it is. And, and then, then once they get to a certain point, then it's like, like, what am I going to do? I don't know. I guess I can make this murder helmet. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I make murder helmet. I think I can make it. And then someone was in there, you know, he, he obviously has a think group. That are probably full of yes, man. It was like, I think you can make a murder helmet. Yeah. I was thinking about making a murder helmet. You know what, Palmer? people to try it on. Yeah, I think I can make a murder helmet. He's like, are you willing to test it out? Nah, I'm not willing to test it out. But I think I can make it, though. Man, right? He'll I'm not willing it. to test it out. 
What an end to the story that would be if he just tested. <laughs> he's already he's already said he's not gonna test it. He he's not gonna test it, but I guarantee he has enough money to pay someone to test it. Maybe he can go on Craigslist and find somebody like the dude who wants to <laughs> Maybe he can. That's a question. How much would they have to pay you to test it? Me personally? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> no nah. money? There ain't nothing. What am I doing with the money? I'm dead. <laughs> if you die, it's just a test. It's just I've been a test. playing enough games to know I'm gonna die. And that's my point. I've been I've been playing enough games to know that I'm going to eventually die. Yeah. And I don't want my brain to be exploded. But that's how I you die. learn how to play a game anyway. You die and you have to fight the boss again or you go to the level again. Exactly. Exactly. Good point. Oh, like, that's how you learn. That's how you beat the game. But unless you have multiple lives. So say I get five lives. That's a different that's a different thing now, right? <laughs> okay. I think you yeah. need to have us in the dev meetings. Because we got all kinds of stuff he probably didn't even thought of. You exactly. need to have some gamers in there because there's no way. I don't think I've ever met a person that just beat a game on the first try. So you're going to die. That's how you learn the game. Yep. You're going to take the medals and then you figure it out. And it might be like that cliffhanger game on the Sega Genesis. It took me like six months. I remember months. that cliffhanger game. That one part, there was one part. I was on it for like six months. And then I finally beat it. I wouldn't have beat it because I would have died. <laughs> you had to die. <laughs> so my... My final thought is, uh, he says it's like two or three years away. I I don't think that it's actually going to happen. I don't think he's going. I think he was just trying to get his name out there, just bored or something like that. I don't think he's actually going to do it. It's easy to find a way to kill people because he works for the military, so he has those bomb charges now. But finding a way not to kill someone, and how can someone not die on the first time? So I don't, and I see just too many legal or regulatory things to go down with it. So I don't know. It's an interesting story. I don't know why you have to make life harder by trying to kill yourself on a video game. I ain't rocking with it. And I'm a gamer. I ain't rocking with it. Nah. I think it's a dumb idea. That's 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 my final take on it. So let's move on to the next story. Alright. So this one, we don't have any video. This was a lady that put it on TikTok. And she told us a little bit about her adventure. So an Australian lady was caught trying to pass through airport security with her dead boyfriend's ashes that were hidden in a wearable sex toy. The sex toy was a butt plug. This was according to her own TikTok, her own TikTok. She was about to board her flight while wearing the butt plug, and she was wearing it because that's her late boyfriend's favorite place to be, so she thought she would pay homage to him by putting it right there. When, when she went through security, of course, apparently it was metal, so it raised the alarm, and they pulled her over to the side. After some discussions with her, they made her call her dad, who apparently has some ties with Australian embassy. Lucky her. She said that her late boyfriend bought the toy as a gag gift uh, before he died. And the initial joke was that he wanted to buy her something that he spent a lot of time in. So he bought her that because that was his favorite place. And he spent a lot of time there. So he that was the whole point of the joke <laughs> of buying her the butt plug. So he enjoyed that. She thought it was funny and she thought it was hilarious and it was better than crying. So she decided that she would wear it to the airport because it reminded her of him. And she figured that she would wear it a lot more because now she could finally take him to places they always wanted to go together. <laughs> so so during the conversation with airport security that they finally took her over and she tried to explain what the, the toy was because they wasn't sure. And they actually got disgusted by the vulgarity that she spoke about. And that's what made them mad. And they made her sign a foreign document and said, that if you leave the airport with this, then we're going to arrest you on site. Eventually, her and her friend were able to board the plane with the toy filled with her boyfriend's ashes. Wait, wait, wait. They were able to leave with it, but was it still 
in his favorite place. She could not put it in her favorite, in his favorite place. She had to put it up. First of all, they had a picture of it. Uh, wait, wait, of wait, wait. They had a picture of him. They had a picture of his favorite place? <laughs> no, <laughs> they didn't have a picture of the favorite place. They had a picture of the, the butt plug. <laughs> That's a different show. <laughs> That's a different podcast. They didn't have a picture of that. But why did she think that she could go through airport security with a metal butt plug in? This is not her first time flying. And and also, like, what is that conversation? I mean, they're checking you and you say, hey, you know, I got this butt plug. And they don't really, apparently, they don't understand a butt plug in that country. They don't know what butt plugs are in that country. It's understood here. <laughs> it's well understood here. It's <laughs> well understood here. You got a what? You thought you were going to come through here? No, you got to go ahead and take that out. You got to take that out immediately. We're going to take you to the back. You got to take that out. Apparently, she's she's gotten 4.6 million followers just off of this story alone on TikTok. So either her story was very interesting, which it is, or people are really interested in that butt plug. What I can say is that it was his favorite place. That's an interesting gag gift, gag gift to get. I want you to have something that reminds you of me because this is my favorite place and I love to be in there. But what she didn't say was that what she didn't say is that his ashes were in there. Like, so was that her idea or was that his idea? Also, was he, did she know, did he know he was going to die? That's so I, I, I'm assuming that she knew or he, they knew because he said that he wanted to get her a gift. He gave it to her before he died because he wanted to get her something that reminded of him. And that was his favorite place. How old was he? That doesn't say. But they look like they're relatively young. She looks like she's probably 24, 25, pretty young. I mean, anybody that's walking around the airport uh, with a butt plug are pretty young. Hey, you never know. You, never <laughs> you know. definitely never know. I mean, I won't be doing it. I'm I'm, I'm pushing 40. I, I don't think my wife is going to be doing it. She's oh, not 40, but, but I don't think I'm going to be doing it. So it's interesting yeah. to find out if he, first of all, I didn't know that you could even do that. I didn't know that you could even get ashes in sex toys like that. Well, I think you can get ashes put in just about anything, right? I mean, there's got to be somebody somewhere that'll do it. That's an interesting question because I think I want to get cremated. I think I want to get cremated. I think my parents, I know my parents want to be cremated. I know my wife's parents want to be cremated. What about you? All y'all to look at me dead. I want you to see me dead. You want the full casket experience. I want you guys to have to look at my casket. In fact, (laughs) I might ask to be stuffed and be at your house. So you just, turn around, you just see me, just on the wall. <laughs> okay, I don't know how. I mean, I'm okay with it. I had to figure out how my wife feels about it. Oh, she ain't gonna like that. I don't think I'm so. Man, out like this, you can give me dap every day. But if I, but this is, but I know I want to be cremated. But if I know I can put my ashes in a sex toy and I die before my wife, you best believe. You best believe. I think this guy was ahead of his time. Ahead of his time. A couple of podcasts ago, I had an episode about a time traveler. And he said he thought he was ahead of his time. No, this guy. This guy here was ahead of his time. I, I don't know whether or not they knew if he was going to die or not. I mean, that was not specified. It seems like it was. But to be able to think about, hey, I want to put my ashes in this. And I want to be in my favorite place, in my final resting place, is on a different level. Yeah, that's that's some foresight. Uh, that's uh, and like, then the fact of the airport security to get mad. I mean, she said they were mad at the vulgarity of how she was explaining it. I mean, what is she? How is she explaining it so vulgar that they were just upset about it? Like that's a good question. 
That's I, that's a that. I mean, what could she possibly have been saying? Because clearly she's walking through. It beeps. They're like, okay, we're checking you. We don't see any metal on you. What do you got on you? And she's like, well, I got the butt plug. You insert it this way, and blah de blah de blah. And she starts going to the details. And I mean, they were that like, had to be it. They're like, like, excuse me, because I think just saying, oh man, it's a butt. Plug. Oh okay, or it's a butt plug. Oh, <laughs> exactly. I'm glad you asked. I'm glad that you asked. Let me show let, you how let, it works. Let, let me show you how it works. Let me show you where it goes. Yeah, I mean, that would have to be the way because I've been, I've flown quite a few times and quite a few times I've been pulled aside, searched and checked, all that. And usually they're pretty understanding and they're, you know, I mean, they're not just terrible people. They're usually just like, hey man, what's this is going off? Oh man, I don't know what it is. One time it was my Fitbit. I have one right. of the little ones that you put right in your waistband, right. and I forgot about it. And so they were like, oh, man, okay. But I remember one time in L.A., I saw them checking a dude. He had a bunch of butcher knives in the backpack. So <laughs> What? He tried to get on the plane with a bunch of butcher knives? Man, he was, um, I don't know what country he was from, but you know L.A. is one of those big hubs. Right. So he was going back home, and he had bought some butcher knives. And, and he that's had what they do in his country. And they were explaining to him that he couldn't understand, you can't do this. Like, this isn't okay. But even then, watching them, they weren't angry. They were just like, what do you think this is? So for the people who have been angry with her, she would have, I mean, she must have got nasty. She must have got, I mean, X-rated. Because from the story, she said that from the story, she was talking to the guy security officer. And she said she got to talking about something, and the and the woman security had to get up and come over because it got too nasty. She said that the woman heard it and she was like, she got upset at how vulgar it was. So she got she must have gotten nasty at the airport. I mean, kids had to drop their luggage. I mean, people was covering the kids' ears, walking by, walking by. <laughs> I mean, they walking by. I mean, people were saying, "My lord!" I mean, you know, people was upset. I mean, she must have got nasty with it. Then they made her pull out a document. So that's how you know it was nasty. Because usually when they make you pull out a document, then you've gotten pretty nasty. You've gotten too nasty. Was the document in there too? I don't know. I don't know where the document. All I know is she said that she had to sign a foreign document. And that's how I know you get nasty. I just got back from L.A. And I got back from Sacramento too. Pulled out. I hit, I hit the button. And, you know, if you get the green button, you go. You're good. If you hit the red button, you got to go get checked. So I got checked too. I didn't get nasty, so I didn't have to sign no document. So that's how I know. I'm about to try what, that whatever she had to tell him, she must have got nasty with it because you don't usually have to sign no documents unless you just really like got down to the nitty gritty of where it was, how it got there, how you put it in, how you got it out. I mean, and the fact that it was his favorite place. I'm telling you, I'm rocking with this guy. This guy was on a different level. He he had to know he was dying. Right, because I think so. I think you. I think he had to have known he was dying, and that's a clever, clever joke to you know. Take me with you everywhere you go. Exactly. Keep me with you everywhere you go. You know that favorite place. She was like, "Yeah, I know that favorite place." I knew that favorite place. Even if you got another guy, I want to be there. You get another guy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if she have another guy, he gonna have to understand. He got to understand. This was his favorite place. This was his favorite place. I mean, that's why I know they probably discussed this because she says that she can finally take him to places where they wouldn't have gone before 
together, but now they can go together now. So she thought it would be cool because she had actually just left his funeral with the butt plug. She had actually received it at the funeral. She actually received the butt plug at the funeral. So it was gifted to her from someone, <laughs> someone in her family gifted it to her, and she proceeded to do what she did with it and then go to the airport. Immediately. 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 Go right to the airport. She said it was better than crying. I I mean, different strokes for different folks. Did her friend know? I mean, is that the conversation you have with your friend on the way? Hey, that's a conversation I need to have with my friend. I get pulled aside. Why might we get pulled aside? Before we go to the airport, and I'm just letting you know, before me and you go to the airport, if you have a butt plug in, you need to let me know. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I need to know. And and fair play, if I have a butt plug in, I'm going to let you know for sure. Go ahead, let me know. I'm going to let you know a few people in front of me. <laughs> right. We need, we need to know because I need to know why you're getting pulled out. And it won't be full of ashes. But that's a, I think it's clever. I think it's I think it's actually clever and cool by the guy. I don't know what she was thinking. I don't know why she thought she could just walk through the airport and be good with it. And then also, I don't know what she said to the security. They were just so vulgar that the female security had to get up out of her seat. She said the female security had to get up out of her seat and come over because it was the conversation was just getting too vulgar for. Her. Yeah, she was getting nasty. nasty. She was getting na- <laughs> she was getting nasty for her at the airport, and you can't get that nasty at the airport. There's too many kids. Man, there's too many people in the airport for you to get nasty. Yeah, they, that's what, and they said, and they told her, they said, if you leave this airport today, you're going to go to jail. So she was getting nasty. They already called the cops. It was like, wait, they wanted to got, keep her in there. You said what? They wanted to keep her in the airport. They said they wanted hey, to keep her in the airport. If you leave, the guys wanted to keep her in the airport. The girl didn't want her in there. And uh, if you leave, we gonna arrest you. But if you stay here, you can continue to tell us about this favorite place. <laughs> exactly. Now, this is his favorite place. Got to be a, it's got to be a hell of a place. Got to be a hell of a place. If you want if you know you're going to die and you want to put your ashes in something that's going to be in your favorite place, it's got to be a hell of a place. Got to be. That's why I think she got 4.6 million TikTok views. Everybody wanted to see what's up with their favorite place. Man. I'm be honest with you. What what makes I mean, it's got to be something crazy. She talking nasty. She's <laughs> And she talking nasty at the airport, and then they. She was risking. She was. This was a risk take. This was. She is a risk take. Risk she taker for sure. Nasty in the airport. She talking nasty in the airport. She put the butt plug in in before the airport. So, I mean, and for him to go through all that, got to be a hell of a place. Might be better than Disney World. <laughs> we don't know. Disney World's a hell of a place, sir. But I don't know. <laughs> so, what, so what's the final word? What's the final word on this one? I think he gets a ten for creativity. Yep. I yep. think it's actually all jokes aside. I think it's a very sweet thing. Like you yep. have something with your partner. It's an inside joke. It's, right. it's a very sentimental thing. I think that's dope. But I think right. she's stupid for thinking she could go through the airport because there's a reason they tell you to take everything out of your pockets. Right. There's a reason why um, you remember Scott. Right. When we went to the airport, Scott is a friend of ours. Uh, Scott would have to tell people, "Hey, I got a bunch of metal, you know, from all my different surgeries, screws, metal plates, etc." Right. And they would have to take him aside. So knowing that, and knowing that she's probably flown before, she had to know they were going to be like, "What is this?" Right. Exactly. So she had to know. So exactly. maybe she wanted the attention. She definitely wanted the attention. Otherwise, you wouldn't post it on TikTok. Fair enough. Exactly. Fair enough. So my my final thought. I think I agree. I think it. Like I said, I think the guy was ahead of the time. I think the creativity was amazing. I wouldn't. I wish I was creative enough to think of something like that. I'd be too worried about me dying. But that guy was obviously being a beast. 
it's a hell of a it's a hell of a thing. Like you said, I think that it's very sweet as well. I mean, you want to give your partner something that of something that you liked about her, and you you know you bought her another gift to remind you remind her that that was your favorite place, and that you guys spend a lot of time together. He's he spent a lot of time there. Apparently, is what she said. So I think it's very nice. I think I do give him a ten for creativity. The question I do have about the um, the check was: Did they need to see the evidence? Because she was able to leave with the toy. So did she have to go and pull it out and then bring it back and then show them the evidence? Like, and did they have? Do they have to run it through the the scanner? I would imagine they had to take it out to make sure it wasn't a weapon or that she wasn't holding drugs. Yes, I think, and that was the main thing. I think that was the main thing. Like, thought they wanted to make sure that it wasn't a weapon because if you bring something metal. And you, you see a picture of this. I think I sent you a picture of it. You see a picture of this thing. It looks like it could be a weapon for sure. It yeah. looks like a, if you've seen any butt plug, butt plugs definitely look like a weapon, especially these. So, <laughs> and it was metal. So I think that was what the scare was that they thought it was, might've been a weapon. They didn't know exactly what it was. And then she got to explaining like what exactly it was and where it was going and what it was doing. And they were like, whoa, 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 whoa. We just were checking for weapons. We weren't checking for that type of stuff right there. Go ahead, so. go ahead and tell me some more though. What, 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 what does it do? <laughs> explain explain it clearly what where exactly does it go and the woman was like no 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 we don't need to go into it bring out the foreign document have her sign and let's get her up out of here <laughs> please uh, all right man so i think that's it for us man it was a fun show had a um, good time anything you want to tell the, the people about you where they can find you where they can follow you i know you got a couple of movies you're working on you've done some um, you already done some short movies and stuff like that so tell them what you where they can find you at Everything of mine is all the same. Um, it is 100% Lex, and I'll spell it out. That's 100-P-E-R-C-E-N-T-L-E-X. Twitter, Instagram, that's actually my website as well, 100%Lex.com. That's how you find me and you see what I'm working on, what I've been working on. And even collaborative stuff, um, I've done some stuff with an acting school here, a couple shorts with them. Music videos, I haven't really done any of those in the past year, but music videos, um, just different collaborative projects. That's my life. It's what I've wanted to do since forever, and that's what I do. So ever check. Ever since I've known this guy, he's always wanted, wanted to do it. He actually had me try to act one time. I was terrible. I can't stop laughing for no reason. That wasn't even a funny part. He just gave me some lines, and I just started laughing. I was like, nah. I can't be no actor. I can I can sell some shit, but I can't act. <laughs> I cannot act. But yeah, man, appreciate you coming by. This is really fun. Like I said, find my man Alex. I can't wait to see this movie you have based off of of my wedding, or you got the idea for my wedding. So this is gonna be interesting. We'll, so we'll have you back for that. But yeah, man, this was fun. We'll, we'll definitely have you back on the uh, episode of the pod, man. Find some more, you know, crazy stories, kind of like these. These are some <laughs> absolute bonkers stories. So appreciate you coming by. Always. And that's going to wrap this episode up, folks. Thanks for my guest, Alex, for joining me today. Go follow him. Check him out on Instagram, Twitter, 100% Lex. And I hope that you join me on my next podcast. And as always, thanks for listening to Yo, Did You See That Podcast? You can listen, subscribe, and follow and download all episodes on all of your major platforms, wherever you get your podcasts. And before I forget, if you enjoyed our show, please rate and review us on all platforms. Subscribers will get access to extra content about the stories and will have a chance to be invited as a special guest on the episode. What the hell did Russell uh, Simmons used to say at the end of Def Jam? Thank y'all for coming. God bless you. Good night. <laughs>